soon as possible. Even if you are in, the, in your first year, the sooner the better. Hello and welcome to Corvinus Business Intelligence. This is segment two of our discussion with Danesh Sluha, Investment Director at High Ventures. Danesh, you were telling us about the role of High Ventures as an early to very early stage venture capital uh, investor in, in the Hungary region. Could you tell us a little bit about your background um, and how uh, you came to be interested in this work and why you enjoy it? Yeah, hi guys. So about me, I'm 53. I graduated in uh, 1994, basically 25, 20, uh, 26, 27 years ago. As I think most of the students at the beginning, right after graduation, I had not really a clue what to do. So my first couple of jobs were just, you know, just to explore the, the market and to explore myself, what is my interest. But after my first or second job, it was clear that I want to be engaged with investments. First, I started with stock exchange investments. And then right after I moved to the private equity, venture capital industry. And in the last 20, 23 years, I was doing that, either being on the transactional advisory side or being on the investor side, be it uh, fund management, or I was also working for Magyar Telekom, the Hungarian leading telco incumbent who made different investments in the area of traditional telco and all the new, new, new areas of the technology. So basically, that's how I spent my last 20, 23 years. And what, what areas of your work do you enjoy the most? And what areas do you find the most challenging? Now, maybe the challenges you enjoy too. So it's not necessarily two mutually exclusive categories, uh, but I'd be, I'd be interested in your, your perspective on that. Yeah, I, I can tell you that, that what I like in my job, that it's, it's you know, within high ventures, Within the department I'm heading, we have 60 portfolio companies. You can imagine the variety of 60 companies, starting from the, let's say, sage management system to, to medical, te- te- medical device development. So it's all kind of industries we are covering. But the root problem, or not the root problem, but the root behind all these, te- uh, these, these technologies is always the human factor, as we just said in the previous episode. So that's what I'm enjoying the most. Uh, I keep saying to my friends, colleagues, that every day I'm coming to the office whistling on the way when I walk into the office. And when I finish working in the late hours, I'm, you know, just clapping my hands that it was a good day today. So I really enjoy, I really enjoy doing, I really enjoy the variety of, of, of issues and problems we are faced every day to solve. I really enjoy meeting with people, solving problems, because no, no question, no secret, there are always problems in the life of a, of, a, of, a, of a startup. There are always challenges for which you have to need, you have to find a solu- the right solution. And there is no books that tell you which is the right solution. It's always try and fail, try and fail. So that's, that's, that's it. 
Let me just let me just tell you as a student that sounds uh, very exciting and so let me just ask like if uh, like a student maybe like after a bachelor's uh, would like to work at high ventures can they like or do you have internships uh, like junior pros- positions like how can someone be a part of your company Yeah 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 definitely actually high ventures is quite is is quite a large within venture capital firms fund managers we are more than 100 people here 110 and we always have uh, interns with us and we always have juniors with us you know obviously not everybody is sen- senior within the department we have juniors we have the future future uh, seniors within the team and that's what we promote to 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 get higher on the ladder within high ventures but we definitely have open positions even now we have uh, at least six open positions for for interns for trainees So listeners <laughs> go check out their website. <laughs> yeah, 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 feel free to check our website. At least there are I, I can tell you that I, myself is 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 still uh, in the process of, of searching for a, for a trainee for the next couple of uh, months, three, three to six months and I know that all the other departments are are uh, have similar uh, ambitions to hire trainees and What do you actually what do you look for in a trainee? Oh Uh, in a trainee, uh, openness, we don't expect, okay, why don't I tell you what we don't look for? We don't expect uh, to know how to make investments. What we expect to have some kind of work experience. We, we prefer not to be the first one uh, to, to, to introduce the young colleagues to the work of, you know, the, the, the work life. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was like, you know, just waiter or home delivery, motorcyclers or, 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 a, or a more serious position in an office. But, you know, our requisite just to have some kind of working experience and an openness to learn, learn, learn. Because here you can really learn. Obviously, you have to work a lot. There are, we have big Excel sheets, spreadsheets. Uh, all of the administrative works, but I think that's the entry point to the to the to the industry. And uh, like, do our trainees uh, after bachelor students? Uh, I mean, like, do they already have a degree, or can someone like just doing their bachelor apply uh, as a trainee? Yeah, it, it's not much about the it's not that much about the title they have. It's it's rather the attitude. I see. That's great. Um, and, I, and I assume it's it's bread and butter for everybody to to have computer skills, develop computer skills, and know some of financial, you know, some of the financials. So I don't think it makes difference whether if someone is a bachelor or a master, or it's just rather the attitude. Mm-hmm, I see. I think that's a really good uh, <laughs> point of view. Um, so, like, what would you advise to? Um, bachelor student who is like no they are very interested in investments and they would like in the future uh to have a career in it like what would be your one advice be the one advice for them start to work as soon as possible even if you are in the in your first year the sooner the better Mm -hmm. that's interesting Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I definitely hear what what you're saying there, and and um, you know maybe even if one's salary isn't the most, you're you're earning through experience, um, and you're really continuing to learn through the work, and then the work dovetails with your academic studies, and that that makes a lot of sense. 
Uh, it's, it's your investment, basically. We are coming from the investment industry, so I, all my examples are going back to that. It's an investment. You invest in the academics, you invest in the internship, work-life experience. It's all, 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 all kind of investments that will come back definitely later, that will pay back. Could you uh, maybe tell us about um, one, one or two of, of your, I know you have very many, but one, a few of your investments, specific ones. Um, I believe I read recently a company named uh, WebShippy uh, that I believe High Ventures uh, recently ex- exited from. Um, and I think it would be very interesting uh, for listeners to, to hear about some, some concrete uh, uh, investment examples. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, that's true. We just exited from WebShippy a couple of weeks ago, and this was our first real exit. Really went according to the books. We had exits before, partial exits before, but this is the first one in High Ventures life. You know, as I mentioned, we started four years ago, and the financial investor invests typically for five to seven years in, in, in a company. So this is the really first investment uh, that uh, we started to finance at the very early phase. I would say that almost at the idea phase. Again, just to refer back to my previous comment in the previous section, here we again invested in the guys, in the two founders. And wh- why don't I tell you what is WebShipy? WebShipy is a logistics company for e- e-marketplaces, for online shops, basically. This is an outsourced logistics service for all the web shops you meet on the, on, on, on the internet. Most of them are using either WebShipy or competitors, but most of the web shops are marketing and sales houses and they outsource the logistics and all the difficulties with uh, stock management to third-party suppliers. So WebShipy is, I think, one of the best in Hungary as, as of today, because the founders itself came not from the logistics side, but they came from the technology side. So really financed two techie guys who, who knew the processes, logistic processes. Obviously, they had background in logistics but they were open for to develop their own platform through which they could improve the efficiency of logistics. They could cut one minute in a process of collecting a product, packaging it, and posting it. And that's what made this company really a big value for an older, for, for a traditional market player who just acquired our stake within the company. Basically, the largest Hungarian logistics company just bought our share in, the, in, in, in WebShipy because they saw the technology WebShipy had and the market, market, uh, market, share, they had, market share they had at this uh, innovative and rapidly growing a huge value. So I, I cannot tell you, obviously, figures, but we made a really nice, a really beefy return on this investment, which we are obviously very proud of. But it's not only the money we are proud of, it's the process we are proud of, that we found the guys, we found the two, two founders on the market. We put our trust in the guys, we financed them in two rounds, basically, at seed and the seed plus round uh, through, uh, for, for three years. And, and all the way we went back together to make a tiny little company to a well-structured institutional and a market-leading technologically and also for the uh, considering revenue market leading company that we built together that that could really carry a value for for again for the largest hungarian logistics company to buy to buy in 
Yeah, I, I also think that WebTree is actually a really good company. Uh, so, like you mentioned technology, let's just stay on that topic. Like, could you say another example that you made uh, that you think it, it was an interesting company or interesting management idea that was in the area of like industry of tech? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Uh, let's take an example from from the hardware side. Let's go. Let's say UVR. UVR is a VR chair producer. And when I say VR chair, it's a moving chair. So you sit in this chair, you take on your VR glass, you switch on the program, a game or whatever. It can be either a game or it can be a military application or it can be an industry industry 4.0 application. So whatever you see in your VR glass, the chair is is moving accordingly. It's It's an amazing technology. Again, we invested at the very, very early phase. Actually, when we invested the company, invested in the company, it already ran a, a successful Kickstarter campaign. But you know, Kickstarter campaign is just a validation for a product. Then, regardless if you have a successful campaign with a half a million euro revenues, you still need VC money to to produce those products that the that the subscribers pay for, to to establish the producing facility, and so on and so on and so on. So we invested right after a successful Kickstarter campaign and the company started its first real real sale last year, at the beginning of last year. And in the last year, it sold more than a million euro, you know, in a value of more than a million euro of of these VR chairs throughout the world. 99% came from, from, from... Overseas, but they are a Hungarian company. This, right? is, this is a Hungarian company. They they sold their chairs throughout the globe, I would say. And now we are really excited. We we are just further financing in the company. We just provided a next a second round of financing to the company because based on the experience of, of the first set of VR chairs, now we are. I mean, the management is developing a new generation. Again, you will see soon a new Kickstarter camp- campaign running on the new product. And we are really excited because we really want to bring this company to the global market for the next round of fundraising. So I think within a half a year, you will definitely hear about UVR, who is running, who ran, who completed a successful round of, of, next, uh, of, of uh, fundraising with international inv- investors. I'm pretty confident that we will be successful with that. We have a brilliant management, a management who had experience before UVR with hardware developments who really knows how to develop hardware, who really carries or brings what he promises, and who really knows how to develop successfully, cost-efficiently, and sell the product on the world market. Definitely looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it, it sounds like that would be a very enjoyable uh, due diligence project. Um, to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we could come back to the, uh, the exit concept for, 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 for a minute, um, when, when is the time for high ventures to exit? You mentioned the one exit. Uh, I'm sure the, there are others as, as investments uh, ripen. Is it, is it when you get an offer? Um, what, what are the factors that, that, are, that are under consideration? Um, is that something that's planned at the going in stage or just kind of vaguely out there for a few years? Welcome your thoughts on that. Yeah, uh- you know, we are patient investors, 
So there is no time pressure for us to, 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 to urge early exits. Obviously, what we want to do is to achieve higher revenues, higher profits, and you can do that through maximizing the value of the company. And that means that we, we don't set ourselves that, okay, we invested in 2017, let's say, so we have to exit in 2021. No, no, no. It depends on the company. Uh, so if we feel that we maximize the value within the company and if we have an agreement with the funders that this is the right time to sell, then we are selling together. So it's only in accordance or in, or in agreement with, with the founders. You just mentioned WebShipy. There is no, no secret about that, that. It was only us who exited and sold our stake to the uh, industrial investor. But a typical exit for a VC is along with the founders. And not within three years, not within four years, but rather seven or eight-ish years. What, what is the... Uh... When, you make, when you're making an investment, what is the level of, if any, of post-investment control uh, that High Ventures is looking for vis-a-vis the, the investee? Is High Ventures really a largely passive investor and monitoring the situation? Or is High Ventures looking to have, you know, let's say, a say at the board level in terms of strategic decisions? Mm -hmm. We are passive investors. We are expected to be passive. So we don't want to operatively direct a company. We take a board position in the company, but we don't believe that we are the right one to to steer a company because we are financial investors. We are not expert in logistics. We are not expert in VR chair developing So typically, we are there just for for keeping an eye on our our value, but not there to to give business advices, unless we are asked, unless we are asked. As we see so many companies, we see 300 companies within our high ventures portfolio, There there are always examples, answers for challenges that can be utilized in different companies. So if we are asked, then we always tell or we're always ready to share with our, our experience. Where we insist to have a say is basically the funding of the company to build up the financing roadmap of the company. Because that's also a science. You have to know when, what, who to ask for the next round, for what, you know, for, for what to finance. And there we have a huge experience. So there we are there to work, elaborate together with the management or the founders the next round of financing, what should be the message, what would be the timing, what would be the business plan, the story, and so on and so on. I think it makes perfect sense that, like, honestly, finance is your investment, your area of expertise. But you actually mentioned something interesting that, like, you have, like, what, 300 or more uh, companies in your portfolio. Can you talk about the industries that they are in? Like, um, do you have specific industries that you prefer, uh, you see more potential, or, like, what are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you some stats about our investments. Uh, so far, we have out of the 300 or 350 investments we made, one-tenth went to the MedTech, which is quite a surprise uh, because MedTech is typically an, an, an industry that 
VCs try to avoid, but it's not us. Uh, we went to uh, medical device. May I, may, may I actually may I ask what, why do they try to avoid the, that industry? It's 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 a it carries a significantly higher risk than than other areas of investments. You know, within medtech, uh, there are regulators, regulations. There are always since it's invasive technology that what, what you develop most of the cases. It has very special uh, regulations very lengthy uh, approval processes from all the authorities that requires a lot of money to fund, but obviously with the promise of a high, high return. That's what I mean, not the high return, but the, but the lengthy process, that's what most of the VCs cannot accommodate. But as we are, as I mentioned, a patient investor, we have time to, 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 to go along with the founders through these lengthy processes. And we have obviously money to finance all, all those processes. Thank you. You were I know you were talking about the different industries, so I apologize for that interruption, but please go ahead. No, 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 it, it's good. Yeah, it's good, useful for the clar clarification. The second most popular is are the marketplaces. We have out of the 350 investments made, 23 are coming from marketplaces, all kinds of marketplaces. Uh, e-commerce marketplaces, what you can, you, what whatever you can imagine. The next one is a kind of deep tech, deep technology, big data analytics. We made 20 investments in 20 startups in that area, and then comes again, and that's I think it's again a surprise. Agriculture, agri-tech. You know, Hungary is. I believe we are pretty strong in agriculture due to our history, and we have bright, bright minds. To, to invent in this very traditional industry. Uh, we made 16 investments in, in agri-tech uh, companies, with some of them already selling their products on the global market, from US to Japan. And, uh, and, and we have some, some, some really successes in, in the agri -tech, with our agri-tech investments. And the last one, which I would name is the HR tech, so human resource um, tech, which is mostly, you know, how to automatize, automatize uh, the, the, the selection, uh, the headhunters work, and also the big, big, big firm's processes to make it more efficient, to utilize all the technologies, be it video conferencing or tests, whatever, to filter the candidates to find the best one. So you do say that like tech is one of the, no matter like if it's MED or like our HR, um, it is the key concept uh, yeah basically we find the tech at each and every at the tech second part of the world will be always tech within our investments because we are we are an investor we are an, an investor who invests in innovation innovative technologies yeah definitely yeah i mean innovation is technology so like it makes perfect sense that it would yeah be. yeah yeah agreed agreed unfortunately we've run out of time i mean it's the, the time is just just blitzed here because it's such a such an interesting area and the work of high ventures uh, just sounds, sounds fascinating. Uh, but it, it, it's really been a fantastic discussion. And I would like to thank my co-host for today, Anita Hamar. And most of all, I would like to thank you, Danesh Sluha, Investment Director at High Ventures, for this outstanding discussion. This is Theodore Boone for the Corvinus Business Intelligence Podcast, a production of the Budapest Investment Club of Corvinus University in Budapest. We leave you today with these words spoken by Benjamin 
Franklin, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest.